What's up, Magic fans? This is Mackenzie Thurkill of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from my favorite guys across the pond at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Geraint, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! What's up, Magic fans? Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, Orlando Magic UK's weekly podcast. This is episode 72, and we're recording on Thursday, the 17th of October. As always, I'm joined by my two comrades, one from up north and one from down south. Mr. Bacon, how are we, my friend? All right, mate. Wait, bracing for the weather, bracing for the winds. Can be grim up north, you know. That's just Paul. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, mate. (laughs) There's always wind associated wherever I am. (laughs) Good man. Uh, And you good, Mikey? I hear you've been uh, windows down for the storm. Yeah, I've been sticking the windows back together, ready for the winds tonight. Um, Yeah, all good, mate. Thank you. Excellent. Glad to hear it. So, we're delighted to be joined this week by Orlando Magic UK member Gary Clark. From Reading, just back from New York a couple of weeks ago, where he's been to watch some uh, basketball. How are we, Gary? You good, mate? Good, mate. I'm all good. Yeah, you guys, all good. Oh yeah, thank you, oh, mate. Yeah. It's nice to well. have you on, mate. Thank you very much. It's an honour. It's been um, it's been a while because we've been trying to sort of schedule it, but obviously now we've got to it. So it's all yeah. I'm pleased to be here. Yeah. Before we go on, tell us about uh, the games you went to see at New York, mate. So yeah, we we got there on a Sunday and we went to see Knicks um, on the Tuesday at Madison Square Garden because literally Madison Square Garden was right around the corner from where we were staying. Um, it's an amazing arena. It's obviously got a lot of history. It's one of like the sort of icons of the NBA or icons of the arena world, shall we say. Um, it was amazing, but it's not the Amway. Like I don't really give two hoots about New York, um, like as a team, the Knicks, um, and I definitely don't give two hoots about the Nets. Um, so it was an amazing experience um, being there. Obviously, it was a it's an iconic venue, um, but it's not like if the Magic were playing the Knicks, I'd be more sort of into it. Yeah. Um, so it was amazing, but at the same time, it wasn't the Amway and. That arena, by the way, is one of the most expensive arenas I've ever been to for food. Like, ridiculous. Um, I believe for a beer, it was like $19. Um, oh, wow. wow. Which it's was like, out. yeah, it was like, there was people buying like four or five beers at a time. I was like, they've obviously got a good job or they're just stupid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it amazing, amazing drunk. game. <laughs> or too drunk, yeah. Amazing game. Uh, the Knicks fans were good. A bit rowdy. I think New York have got that sort of reputation, like the Yankees yeah. have uh, got that reputation for being rowdy and the Knicks are a bit similar to that. Um, it wasn't full up, um, which I sort of expected because it was like a midweek game. It was a, a Tuesday. Um, but yeah, it's a great experience, but it wasn't the magic. It was it it's not Knicks home, played? is it? Say that again, sorry. Who was it that the Knicks played, Gary? Uh, Pelicans. Pelicans quality. So, yeah, it was, and then they played the. Um, I can't remember. They played someone literally the day afterwards, and it and they got beat. So we sort of chose a good game to see them win, I suppose. Um, but yeah, 
it was it was great um but it just yeah it wasn't the magic and it wasn't the amway unfortunately so yeah yeah good stuff good stuff uh, we'll get a bit more into that in a, in a little bit so just a quick affiliate plug time just so i get it out the way with Please support today's episode and visit the official NBA store EU or Fanatics using our affiliate links in the description of the podcast. Shop the latest NBA gear and Orlando Magic merchandise, including jerseys, uh, including the City Edition, uh, which, which are selling quite well, I'm told. Uh, use our discount code MAGICUK10 at the checkout for 10% off the entire order or use the discount, discount code LIVES on the... can't speak today. Discount code LIVES on the website for more of a saving. Uh, please note some exclusion may apply. You can also find our links on orlandomagicuk.com. Right, that's out the way with. Um, just a bit of magic news since our last podcast from last week with uh, Mr. Outlaw. Um, yesterday, play-by-play announcer David Steele was named Florida Sportscaster of the Year. Uh, I think it's the second time he's won the award, so congratulations to David. Injury-wise, uh, no change in that Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, RJ Hampton, and now Mo Wagner has joined them, uh, missing the last four games of the rib injury. Uh, newly acquired Ball Ball is out for the season after the trade. Um, I believe that is uh, a right foot injury. Um, the trade deadline passed uh, the day after we recorded the last episode. Uh, the only move made by the Magic in terms of dealing was a trade to acquire Ball Ball, PJ Dozier, and a future second-round draft pick and cash considerations from the Boston Celtics. Uh, we sent sent a protected second-round pick to Boston, which I don't believe will convey because it's top 55 protected. And uh, we also used uh, a trade exception. Uh, that meant that we had to make some roster space. So, unfortunately... Uh, a favourite of ours, Michael Carter-Williams, uh, was waived, uh, as was Etwan Moore. We subsequently uh, also waived PJ Dozier, who was also out with an injury. Uh, so before I move on, thoughts on the moves the Magic made at the deadline, guys? Paul? Right. Um, there seems to be quite a bit of excitement around Bol Bol coming in. Um, 22 years old, very highly rated by the likes of Shaquille O'Neal. We've not particularly seen him play that often in the NBA so far so yeah I'm more than happy to see another young player come in and uh, hopefully once he recovers from the foot surgery good to see him get an opportunity um, mate goodbye MCW I like the guy he came in I think he was help- very much pivotal in us getting into the 2019 playoffs um, he he never went on that court without giving it his all um, you know, you can sum him up by the game one in Toronto, fourth quarter, covered in blood, being restrained um, after taking that accidental elbow from uh, Kyle Lowry because he's a clean player, you know. Um, and you know, he, he streaming in blood, and he still he came back to the court. He was a strong guy who worked hard for this team and I for one will miss him and uh, but I can understand why we've done what we've done yeah Gary um, yeah um, so it's what I sort of expected from us really um, I'm a bit gutted about Mark Carter Williams because I thought he had that he had that sort of tenacity that we needed um, 
and he seemed to always give it his all on the court. There's some players that don't do that, which are probably coming on to later on. But yeah, um, so I was a bit gutted about that. I sort of understand why we did it. Um, and yeah, um, I think, yeah, pretty much what I sort of expected. There was some people online thinking that we was going to trade for Trashbrook and um, all these other players and like big names. And I was just like, it's, it's really not going to happen. Um, but yeah, it's sort of expected, I think, what we did. So, yeah. Cool. Mikey? It was a, a low risk, high reward move, wasn't yeah. it? That we, uh, I think we were all surprised by it. But at the same time, I don't think we should be surprised by anything Jeff Weltman does. And Bol Bol was apparently somebody the Magic were looking at acquiring in the Aaron Gordon deal last year. So he's obviously been on Jeff Weltman and John Hammond's radar for a little while. For a little while. So yeah, he's he's restricted. He's a restricted free agent in the summer. So you you would like to think having acquired him in a trade, they would probably bring him back at least on a one or a two year deal and, and have somebody else in there to develop. It's another skinny guy. We've got to stick some uh, meat on his bones and uh, give him a sandwich. So um, yeah, we got, we got some work to do, but yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of upside. Um, he's, he can handle the ball. He can shoot the three. Uh, he's got a bit of shot blocking ability as well. And I think we saw in Denver, he can play several positions. He's obviously got the size to play the five, but Physicality-wise, he's probably more suited to the four as a stretch four, maybe. But yeah, interesting move. You I think it was nice to, to see um, us keep. Go, go on, on G, sorry. sorry mate. I was going to say, I think it was nice to see us keep um, Gary Harris. I'm pleased he remained. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing that we've, none of us have actually touched on is that we we still haven't seen what this team can do as a team together. So I'm not overly surprised that they've, they've waited and patience to see where we go once. Uh, hopefully, we see Markel and at some point Jonathan Isaac back in this lineup because we haven't seen them as part of this young core yet. So fingers crossed. Yeah, Mikey, I think you're going to have to take Ball Ball to uh, Voodoo Donuts because the last <laughs> time we went to Voodoo Donuts, how many donuts did you buy? Uh, only a couple, mate. Only a couple. Jeez. It was it was the day's worth of calories that he needs to he needs to get on. He needs a good like eight eight thousand calorie day bowl bowl. But uh, <laughs> he's got a high metabolism, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure the invite's open for when we uh, rock into town in October. Yeah, so uh, if bowl, bowl if bowl bowl happens to be watching, if you want a VS of Voodoo Donuts in October, <laughs> you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I was quite happy with the ball ball uh, move myself. The only concern that I do have is a little bit what just Mikey just said. He's stick thin, and whilst he's got the height, for me, he's not a centre. Um, all the highlights mm. that I've seen of him is him ball handling. Well, mostly when it was the uh, uh, in the bubble, and um, he's bringing the ball up. He's shooting the three. I haven't seen much highlights of him working the on the block um where you want to see him where you you know expect to see him um given his actual height so hopefully he can you know get in there uh, develop a post game uh, something i wish mr bamba would be doing 
uh, but I'm sure we'll get onto that a little bit later. I, I um, hope you haven't. I hope you haven't been watching any Chet Holmgren uh, videos yet, G, because he's pretty much the same build as Bol Bol, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he is, mate. He is. But no, not not quite yet. Not quite yet. Um, so Paul just touched upon um, Gary Harris. So what are your thoughts about re-signing Gary Harris, Mo Bamba this off-season now? Mikey? Well, I'd like to think the fact that we didn't do anything with Gary Harris at the trade deadline and he's not yet been bought out, it could still happen. It does feel a little bit optimistic that now that he's going to be coming back next season, which I think we're all hoping he does. Um, so I certainly think that's definitely on the cards. Uh, Bamba, I, I said, I don't think, I always thought he was going to be here after the deadline. I don't think he's going to be back next season. And I'm going to be brutally honest, I'm out on Mo Bamba. Um, Paul has been for a while and he can talk about that in a minute. But I, I'm, I'm just as... I wouldn't say frustrated with Bamba. I think he just needs a change of scenery and, and a fresh start. I think that's probably going to be the best thing for him and probably for us because we've already got Wendell at the five. We've got J.I. coming back. If you've had Bol Bol into that and then you look at some of the players we might be picking towards the top of this draft, we're going to be loaded in the in the front court and at the centre position. So... Yeah, it's difficult to see Bamba coming back, but I, I certainly hope Harris is back next season. Yeah. Gary? Yeah, um, Gary Harris, I'm glad that he's stayed put. Um, I think he's a good asset to have. And like Mikey, I'm hoping that next season that we keep him. Um, as for Bamba, I it's weird for me with Bamba because I think he's got massive potential if he worked on his game and his heart. He, it just doesn't seem like his heart's in it. Um, every time he sort of steps on the court, it's like, well, I'm getting paid. So that's all that matters. Um, that's the sort of feeling I get from him. Um, and I think like Mikey alluded to, I think he he needs to change. I think we need a change with him and he needs to change as a player because it, 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 just, doesn't, it just doesn't feel like he wants to play for the Magic. Um, and it's frustrating because like I say, he has huge potential but obviously you've got to have your heart in it to get to that potential and I just don't see it happening with Bamba to be honest well you know I've not been uh, Mo Bamba's greatest fan for well, since, he, since, we, since we signed since him since day one um, <laughs> since day one he's just not done it for me um, tremendously nice guy and I wish him all the well wherever he ends up I wish him well, mm -hmm. but I don't want to see him remaining beyond this season as a Magic player unless he actually does hit that potential. I get the feeling that we are... We're, he's almost, the, for us, the Aaron Gordon of centres, that we've got all this mm -hmm. potential. Um, we see 10 minutes of brilliance in a game and then he disappears. Or we see a fantastic game where he does everything. He shoots, he spreads the floor, he, he gets rebounds, he puts a few points in, he makes a couple of nice blocks um, and he gets perhaps a couple of assists. And then the, the following games, we see nothing. We see nothing from him. Um, because of that inconsistency, um, I'm ready to see him move on. Uh, Say, so I wish him well. And if, if, and I hope, I hope this happens, that between now and the end of the season, 
he does get that motor and he does get that enthusiasm that he wants to play for us, but I'm not convinced by any stretch of the imagination. I think he's another one of those players that needs a fresh start. Um, wave him away and wish him well. Gary Harris for yeah, yeah, Gary Harris we keep. I'm flip-flopping on Mo Bamba. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm done with him. But then, oh man, I don't know. I don't know. There was a couple of post moves last night that yeah. he got it on the block and he, and he you know, he finished. Um, you just want yeah. to see more of that motor. But what's concerning for me is his minutes. You know, beginning of the season, he was averaging 32, 33 minutes a game. Um, it's gone down to, you know, 18, 19. And there was one game, I think last week, he played 11, 12. Uh, which is quite concerning. So, you know, obviously Coach Mosley's not got that much confidence in him. Um, he starts the game, but he's not finishing the game. And is he not yeah. finishing the game because he's not in the right place? Is there mistakes? You know, um, he needs to be more aggressive. He needs to have a better motor. Um, so I, I'm on the fence because I don't want them to, to just move him on and then him to go off and do something good somewhere else so if we can keep him for a reasonable uh, salary then and for bringing him back just because of his shot blocking ability um, you know when, when he's his head's in the game and he can spread the floor so it's a tough one because if you put Mo Bamba for me up against Ball Ball I think Bamba's a better player so it, it's, it's a toughie and I'm sure I'm sure the front office will um, you know do the due diligence and um, do the right thing Right, so uh, quick, uh, we'll go quickly through this. A week's recap, okay? So since we last played, we did go 0-4, as we all predicted. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're no experts, guys, but, you know, we could see we this right. coming a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. happy to have a week correct. <laughs> yeah, I've there's a tiebreaker there. Mate, I've got to find some silver lining after the week. <laughs> so um, we played the Utah Jazz first uh, beginning of well, end of last week now we lost 114 to 99 uh, Wendell Carter led the way with 22.9 rebounds uh, second night of the back to back we played the I'm going to say the best team in the league the Phoenix Suns uh, we lost 132 to 105 Jalen Suggs had a good game here, uh, scoring 20 points and a career-high 10 assists. Um, we then played Aaron Gordon and the Denver Nuggets. This one was a, a little bit closer. We hung around a bit more. Uh, Franz Wagner led the way with 26, with Wendell Carter chipping in with 12 rebounds. Uh, and then last night, if you haven't watched it, probably don't bother. We lost to the Atlanta Hawks, 130 to 109. Uh, Cole Anthony led the way with 23 points. Um, we are now back as the bottom team of the league with a 13 and 47 record Ooh. with <laughs> two more defeats than the second placed uh, Detroit Pistons, who are at 13 and 45. Uh, and they actually managed to beat the Boston Celtics last night so I was very happy with that because uh, it's always good to see Celtics fans cry um, so thoughts on the week anything that stood out for you uh, be it good or bad Gary I'll come to you first mate um, I know we got beat in all the games but it was expected right like we played yeah. the Suns who are the best in the league 
the Nuggets are up there. Um, Atlanta, obviously, a good team. So from that point of view, it's it, I did not expect us to get much out of them. Um, but the one thing that sort of stood out for me, apart from the Atlanta game, is the rookies seem to have... Like they have that fight in them. You can see that they're they're not just giving up because a lot of a lot of years over uh, gone by, we sort of got to a point where we're getting trounced and we just sort of gave up. Um, but they, the rookies are they're fighting for it. So they're like a few years ago. I don't think if we were playing like a team like the Suns, if they were that good then, I don't think that the score would have been as close as it was like like now. Um, so I think there's that fight. It's just we have to be clever with our plays and stuff like that that's where it's sort of letting us down but you can sort of understand it as well because they're rookies they're still learning their trade so that's the one thing I, I sort of like from it is the rookies seem to have that sort of fighting edge to them and then if we can add a few more pieces and I think yeah it would be good cool Mikey uh, I'll start with the bad defensively it's uh, dropped off this week Again, we're playing four very good teams, but when you look over the last seven, eight games, when I think the lowest we conceded was 95, and that was against the Blazers, who had just made a couple of big trades and were without a load of players, and they were playing G League players. That was the only game we won. The rest were, were conceded 130, 132, uh, 121 against Denver. So defensively, that's dropped mm. off. Um, which is a, uh, it is an issue, but again, we kind of expected it. Um, the good for me, we've only got 22 games left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it short and sweet tonight. There you go. <laughs> Ball? Bad first quarters. We've just not given ourselves a chance in any of the games because of those first quarters. We've been playing catch-up from the get-go. I don't know what's been wrong. It's been the third quarter previously. Now we seem to have uh, developed that we can play quarters two through four, but we seem to have forgot how to turn up for quarter one. Um, I think that's been disappointing. Last night, I did think the score actually flattered us. I think they could have. They they were way better than the the the, the deficit that we trailed by suggested. Um, however, I will say that, as Gary has said. That fighting spirit has been present in three out of the four games, which has been immense to see. Um, I think it does show progress from the team. Um, the thing I've been really impressed with is Jalen putting the ball on the floor, the pace he's been pushing the team at on, on the offence. Um, he's made one or two mistakes. Obviously, it's been one or two turnovers. You expect that again, like we've said, on many, many occasions. But we do seem to be a better offensive force with Jalen having the ball in his hands, playing fast. He's not allowing defences to settle. And I think that's been really good. Um, the game in Denver, we gave them, I think Denver, Utah and Phoenix, we gave all three of them a good game. They had to play the starters right up until towards the end. Denver had to play all the way through. Um, so take the positives that they've given it a good go. And Jalen's been really, really effective with the ball in his hands. And yeah. Cole started to get some efficiency back. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's a positive. Um, yeah, for me, 
the main thing for me was defence, and Mikey's touched upon it. You can't concede 70 points and a half uh, against these teams. And unfortunately, with the young team that we do have, we do have stretches where we go four or five minutes without making a field goal. And you can't hang around with these guys um, and, and you do that, you know, for, for stretches in, in games. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see the defence picked up. Um, and as for positives, Wagner and Suggs, um, it's just their ability to to drive to the basket and finish at the hoop. Um, you know, they're high percentage shots. So to have the rookies be able to do that um, you know, it's a good foundation um, for the future. So I'll leave it at that. OK, now let's get to know Mr. Gary Clark a little bit better. So <laughs> as I mentioned, he is from Reading. Uh, you're not a Reading fan, are you, Gary? No, I, I used to sort of go and watch them every so often, like years ago, but I wouldn't class myself as a fan, no. So tell us, Gary, how did your magic fandom begin? And tell us about your love of the magic. Oh, wow. So it's a while back. Um, so when I was a kid, I used to go to Orlando pretty much every year, sometimes every other year. Um, and it was 1994 was the year that I went over there. And because it was like the magic were like five years old and then we had Shaq, we had Penny. Um, there was sort of like this excitement in the city about the magic um obviously a new franchise um and every sports store you went into there with like this jersey believe it or not is from 1994 um and it's it must have been like a dress on me back then because it still fits me um i don't know how big it was back then um so yeah there was that was my when i sort of started getting into like the magic as such because i used to have a friend that was into the NBA and he was a glory hunter. He was a Bulls fan because of Michael Jordan, essentially. Um, so obviously I had that sort of connection with the city of Orlando. So obviously going there every year, every other year. And yeah, because of that hype around the magic at the time, I just went all in from then on, then on out. Um, and yeah, it sort of stuck ever since. Um, I've been back to Orlando. I can't even count how many times. Um, seen the magic loads. Um, and yeah, I had a little sort of lumber period where I was a bit sort of like not not gen not towards the magic as such, but the sort of league in general. I sort of had a few years where I didn't really follow it. Um, but then yeah, I'm sort of back with an Avengers now. So um yeah, so that is how my sort of affiliation to the magic started. Cool. Awesome. What's what's been your overall thoughts on this season, Gary? Has there been anybody that's Really impressed you? Who's disappointed? Um, so I'll start with a disappointment. I sort of alluded to it earlier was Bamba. Um, I think I don't really need to say much more. It's just that heart. He hasn't got it, that commitment. Um, most impressed with, I've got a few. So obviously Jalen Suggs has had a good season. It's his mm -hmm. first season. Um, Cole as well. But for me, the standout one, which... I remember watching the draft party with you guys and when he got drafted, I was like... Mm. And I will put my hold my hands up and say hey, I was wrong. I think we all will. Um, but Franz, he's been unbelievable, um, and I think he's sort of taken to the league so quickly, and he's just going to get better and better. So this season, regarding the season, I think 
uh, it was what we expected really right it's a rebuild um we've got a lot of young players i think next season is going to be very similar um so i wasn't my sort of expectations of it wasn't that sort of high if if i if i say that um so yeah I think there's been standout performances from players. Um, as a team, I think we need to improve. But yeah, it was what I sort of expected from this season. Mate, I know you've had a, and you've already mentioned it, you've had many a trip to Orlando. So what has been your favourite games that you've attended and experiences of watching the Magic? Oh, wow. So um, probably my first game, that was at the old... Amway Arena. Um, I miss that place. I know the Amway Centre is amazing, but the, there was something special about the Amway Arena. It had that because now sort of sports is more sort of corporate, if if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, I think we've mentioned, we've sort of talked about this in uh, the Twitter chat. We've got that the atmosphere sometimes is a bit sort of muted, um, but the atmosphere at the old Amway Arena was like incredible. Um, and yeah, just seen like some amazing experiences there. Um, Dwight Howard, do you remember his buzzer beater against the uh, Spurs? Spurs. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we was at that game, um, which was absolutely incredible. Obviously, my first game was against the Wizards. We won 95-87, I believe it was, because it was my first game. Um, it was It's always going to have that sort of special sort of feeling in, in my heart because it's my first sort of game in America watching the Magic. Um, one game which we actually lost, um, which was 2012 playoff against the Pacers. Um, I can't remember the score, what we lost at, but um, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, but we definitely lost, but the atmosphere was incredible, that game. And that's that was the, um, that was the Chris Duhon series, wasn't it, with the travel Yeah, yeah that, um, love it. Yeah, love it was, it. yeah, playoff, I've always found that playoff games, there's that special sort of atmosphere with playoff games um, because everyone's sort of excited and behind the team. And yeah, although it was disappointing losing, we got got beat, obviously, but the good part of it was just how everyone sort of come together and it was trying to sort of rally the team forward. So it was an amazing um, atmosphere that night. So Gary, tell us about your all-time current Orlando Magic player and your current player on the active roster. Um, and any standout moments uh, from your favourites? Okay, so for me, like my favourite player, it's hard to say. It's hard to say one because these two come as a package. Really, is Penny and Shaq. But if I had to choose one, it would be Penny. Um, I just always loved his sort of style of play. He was incredible on his day. Um, it still breaks my heart now that. If he didn't have the injuries, I still believe he would be one of the greatest point guards of all time because he was unbelievable. Um, but he just had so many bad injuries. And then obviously the team got broken up. Um, Shaq went off to, yeah, you know where. Um, so, yeah, Pe- I'd say Penny. Penny was phenomenal for me. Um, Shaq, obviously, as well, those two together were dynamic. And it's, again, it's a shame that they did get broken up because... If they would have stayed together, I think we would be looking at a few championships together with them too. Because, yeah, phenomenal um, playing together. But, yeah, like I say, Penny injuries. But he was he was an incredible player. And, yeah, I still, to this day, I have like arguments with people that say, oh, he wasn't that good. I'm like, he was. He was phenomenal. And without those injuries, he would have been 
one of the greatest point guards. He would have been, people would have been talking about him as one of the greatest point guards of all time. So um, as for the current roster, um, I'd say Wagner is my sort of one I'm sort of leaning to at the moment, or Suggs. Um, I love, just love the way that they've got that fight and hustle with them. Um, but I, I still can't believe that I was so disappointed that we drafted Wagner. And he's been amazing for us, I think. Um, he's just, yeah. He's just, I don't think anybody expected it, did they? Nobody no, expected it. Like the the um, reaction from the Amway said it all, really. I think everyone was like, really? Like everyone, I can't even remember who we who we said that we wanted at the time, but was it like Bruminger and Yeah. And, um, mm. So, yeah, I think he's he's done amazing, but. I can't remember who it is. It's one of the, the media outlets in America putting him as number five in the rookie of the year. That's really, that's quite offensive, that. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. Someone put um, Cunningham above him. Is it? I haven't watched the, the Pistons. Has he been any good or? Um, he hasn't even played that many games. You know, he missed the first, I want to say, 15, 20 um, hmm. He's put up a few performances, but, you know, he, he, he had a stinker against us. He did a get a two for 15 night, you know, Wagner's been quite consistent. He had that pause keeping a tap of his uh, consecutive double finger games in his previews. And uh, I think it hit about 22 in Nepal or so. I mean, he started every game, hasn't he? Let's be fair to that guy. He started every NBA game he's played in, six all 60 games. He's got 50 double figure scoring games in that, after that 60. And is it that he's hit 20 points or more, I think, on a dozen or more occasions now. Mm. What more do you want from the guy? That's it's more that than small any market issue, right? Yeah. yeah. The media, exactly. the media have got that like small market sort of like issue, yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah. They don't watch but him. Think... They do, the media don't watch him. That, that's the issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Um, tell us, you just mentioned Penny Hardaway there. Um, and obviously you saw Ja Morant with the Grizzlies when you watched the Knicks um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I saw a bit of um, Penny Hardaway and Ja Morant, if I'm being honest with you. Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I can I can see it. He's very sort of explosive like Penny was. Um, very sort of skillful with it. Um, to be honest, I haven't watched a lot of him. Um, but what I did see, the game against the Knicks, he's, wow, he's in a phenomenal player. And if he keeps on going up that level every uh, every time he's going to be yeah he's going to be some player because at the moment he's like we he well let's be honest when he played when they played against us he um yeah he showed oh, us he was, he was he electric us, yeah he was ridiculously good so yeah um but yeah i can sort of see the comparisons with penny hardaway um but he's no penny hardaway i'm sorry but <laughs> <laughs> well, i think mikey's got Damian Lillard has been replaced as Mikey's uh, favourite non-magic player, hasn't he, Mikey? D- D- Dame's still up there, but Jarmorant's gaining mm. ground on him at the moment. Um, yeah, get watching Jar. He reminds me of a little bit of Derek Rose when he was in his prime, yeah. and a little bit of AI. Mm. He's got a little bit of a mix of those two. Um, but yeah, no, I I love Jarmorant and. He, uh, he put one on us and we played them the last one. Oh, was superb, spectacular. wasn't he? Superb. He was spectacular. So, so that, that brings me on to our next question, Gary. What's your Who's your favourite player that doesn't play for the Magic? 
and who's okay. the player you dislike the most? You've only got to pick one. You can't be like Gene. You've got to have half a league's worth, all right? You've got a list, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've got two most hated players. But, all right, um, go for it. Go on. I, I'll I, have two. I'll go with my, fa- I'll go with my favourite player first. So if you would have said this like seven, eight years ago, I would have said Derek Rose. I've always, like, when he was in his prime before his um, bad injuries with the balls, he was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, obviously, MVP and all that. He was, like, ridiculously good. And I just loved his sort of the way he played. It was very aggressive. And um, so, yeah, I would have said him. But at the moment, I'd probably say Yanis. Um, I like him as a player. I think he's an amazing player. But he also seems like a genuinely nice guy. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've, I've sort of got that sort of I do like Yanis I think he's yeah he's definitely there's a few others but I think if I had to choose one I think I would probably go with Yanis I just like his sort of the way he plays as well and he's very very good at what he does obviously um, and he I've always seen like clips online where he seems to be very very friendly with people and sort of helping people out and stuff so um, as for my um, most hated players so I've got two I've got Patrick Beverly is one um, I believe he's with the 76ers now, is he? Or uh, Timberwolves, mate. Timberwolves. Um, I just don't like that guy. When he played for the Clippers, he, he just he just annoys people, and he's just an idiot. Um, he's just yeah, he's just he's one of them. I know it's part of his game plan. He's one of those annoyances. Um, I just never really liked the guy, to be honest. Um, but it works because. Back in the past, the likes of like um, Charles Barkley used to do it, and that was part of his game plan. So, but yeah, Patrick Beverly is one, and the other one is James Harden, Mister Arrogance. Um, never liked the guy, to be honest. Um, I just find him really arrogant, and he's very—he just comes across as like he looks after himself rather than like playing as a team player. We've seen people say how greedy he is, don't pass the ball and stuff. So. Yeah, out of the two, I'd probably swing more towards Patrick Beverly, but James Harden is, yeah, he's like holding hands with him. So, who won that trade then? See- the Nets or uh, or the Sixers for you? I think this. I'd probably say the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that whole, yeah, Ben Simmons sort of merry-go-round is just like, really? Um, and I didn't realise he's with Maya Jammer, right? That radio, I did not know that. Have you heard of that or? No. Yeah. no? I, I, yeah, like, I, would, I wouldn't know who Maya Jammer was. <laughs> yeah, she's like, um, she does, like, I think she's Radio 1, I believe. Um, and she's like, just like a British sort of radio presenter. And I found out they, they were together. I was like, okay. But yeah. That was a random fact about Ben Simmons. Um, <laughs> but James yeah, Harden, did you, did you see what James Harden wore the other day? He looked oh, like some sort he? of senator from Star Wars. Yeah. Or yeah. Something looked like something from the 80s. Terrible dress yeah. sense. <laughs> Imagine if we it's rocked era. up. <laughs> Imagine if we rocked up at the Amway with that on. That'd be, yeah. I wouldn't let you in? No, it was embarrassing, no. <laughs> Well, yeah. my, my question, my next question, kind of follows on from Mikey's. Um, we all have our trips booked now uh, for October, November. We're all there at some point together. Um, you know, and we're planning on taking in a few games all together. So, Gary, 
who are you hoping to see the Magic go against? And uh, what, do you have any game day tips or things that you must do when you go into a, a Magic game? Um, so regarding who, um, I'd like to see play like a, a big team as such, because um, it's always nice to potentially get that win over one of the, the yep. bigger sort of markets or whatever. Um, regarding who, though, I'm not really fussed, to be honest. As long as I am there watching the Magic, that's it, it can be any team in front of us. Um, but yeah, for, it'd be nice to see them play the Lakers and beat the Lakers. Um, because yeah, the whole, I think G agree with me, the whole Laker thing is, yeah, getting out of hand. Um, well, to be fair, Lakers are having a terrible season. So next season, hopefully that continues and we <laughs> play, the, play the Lakers. Miles. Yeah. Um, as for like do's and what I do when I go to the Amway, I normally grab food before I go because yeah, I do, I do tend to get something to eat while I'm in the Amway, but obviously arena prices, food is ridiculous, but um, I normally go to like, Harry Buffaloes or something like that, or another sort of establishment downtown, grab some food and a few beers or whatever before the game. Um, I like to get there early as well because I like to sort of soak it all in, take it in, yeah. get in the Amway, just sort of walk around slowly, just checking stuff out, getting the vibe of it. Um, because I, I've never liked, like when I went to the Knicks game, there was people there that were turning up like half an hour into the, like the, the game. It's just like, I, I if that was me, I I wouldn't like that. I like to get there before tip off, like mile, like a, a long time before tip off, just to sort of soak up the atmosphere and get in, get ready for it and that. But yeah, some people just yeah. I suppose it's each person is different. But for me, I like to get there, soak it all up, and get some food in me and just um, check out the team store, that sort of stuff. The usual stuff, basically. Yeah. 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 I like Have to you see the uh, as well, mate? Yeah. It's good. Heard of a place called Hamburger Mary's opposite. opposite um, Don't let Paul Paul's take you there. <laughs> Paul, I've never Paul, been. It's, my, it's our friends. It's our friends. I've heard of it. Story because I don't think you've told this story on the podcast, Paul. Have you? Oh, well, our friend. Our, when our friends, we went to the. Um, who did we go see? Clippers. The lake. Uh, the Magic were playing the Clippers, and uh, our friends, not sports, not really sports fans. So they decided that they'd have, it was a Friday night game. Um, they decided that they'd have Friday night in Orlando soaking up an American night out. So we get down to uh, the arena and drop them on Church Street. And we, When we've been in the past, there's always been loads of bars open. Didn't realise that there was so much um, work going on in the area that half the places were shut down. So they are literally left with the choice of Lion Bar or um, Hamburger Mary's or um, as you mentioned Harry Buffalo's well they, they decided that they fancied a hamburger so they looked and thought ah Hamburger Mary's that's going to be ideal walk up to the door and uh, asked are you here for the show do you want to stay for the show oh yes that's quality yeah excellent so they pay extra to go into the show sit down and they're having the food nice sort of thing and they've got absolutely zero idea that the show is a drag act, um, three different drag acts, of which uh, our friend Chris is literally the only straight bloke in the in the venue. So these three drag acts have all zeroed in on him because his oh. wife and daughter uh, hands up dollar bills. She'll be come on over here, and he 
has these dragons sat on his knee. He is dying of embarrassment. And there they are feeding dollar bills in to get him more and more attention. We got this message <laughs> from him saying, how long does the bloody game go on? <laughs> he just wanted out of that venue. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> but his hilarious. wife and daughter thought it was a great venue. <laughs> wow. So yeah, Hamburger Mary's, mate. <laughs> go on with dollar bills, apparently, on a Friday good, night. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, cool. Right, so moving on. Um, so last week, um, our predictions, uh, we all went 0-4, losing to Utah, Phoenix, Denver, and Atlanta. Um, so we did do a tiebreaker, guys, because we wanted to you know, make sure there was a winner from this week. Um, so so the um, what we decided was who would have the highest point average, uh, and we were to take picks. And in fairness, because Paul hosted, he went last, so... Uh, he had the dregs. I, got, I stitched him up. <laughs> so, so, so Mikey went first. So I'll just announce who won the tiebreaker this this week. So had somebody gone for Wendell Carter Jr., they would have won, but nobody did because he averaged 17.7 points per game. Um, so Cole Anthony was second. So point for me, 16.75 a game. Uh, Jalen Suggs was in second, so Paul was second with 16 points per game. Franz Wagner finished with 14.75 a game, Mikey. So, so wouldn't spoon you, up. mate. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You picked the wrong <laughs> one, mate. Picked the wrong horse. So it now stands as Mikey and myself have seven wins, eight losses. And Paul is on six and nine. So as the magic... Am I not, get, am I not play, getting a point then for getting four and oh this week? For getting it right? Am I not getting a point? Oh, oh, oh and four. Oh, and four. Oh, and four. Oh, sorry. Oh, and four. Sorry. <laughs> Outrageous. Get it right and I still don't score. Oh, I know. This mate. is rigged. Know, know. <laughs> but surely the... T- uh, no. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right, anyway, let's move on to this week. So the Magic <laughs> play, as we've got All-Star Weekend, um, we're recording our next episode next Thursday, the 24th of February. Um, so as we have the All-Star break between now and then, uh, just for a laugh, we won't add it to because it's not you know Magic-related. Oh, you, um, you watch, like I'll get you, this one right then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like everyone to be able to predict the team that wins the all all-star game, um, an MVP, uh, a three-point challenge winner, and a slam dunk competition winner. And I'm sure we'll all go for the same person. Um, right. So before we start that, I will just read you out the, the teams um, for the All-Star game. So Team LeBron consists of Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, and Nikola Jokic. Uh, the reserves being Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic, Darius Garland. James Harden was selected, but he's been replaced by Jarrett Allen. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Fred Van Fleet. Um, team Durant consists of, would have been Kevin Durant, um, but he's been replaced by uh, Jason Tatum in the starting lineup. Um, so their team is Tatum, Embiid, Morant, Wiggins and Trey Young. And uh, the reserves include Lamelo Ball, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Deontay Murray, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, 
know Draymond Green was selected, but he was replaced by uh, by Murray because of injury. So um, let's go with Gary first. Let's winning team first, Gar. What, what are you saying, um, mate? LeBron or Durant? I think LeBron, Team LeBron. Uh, I just think they've got more there than Durant, Team Durant. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it's yeah, Team yeah, Team LeBron. I'd say. Team LeBron. Okay, Paul. Team LeBron. By the way, I thought it was hilarious how Durant was trying desperately to avoid James Harden. Oh, I'm glad you that. Was, that. Yeah. So yeah. funny. That was really amazing. So uncomfortable the guy was. <laughs> really funny. Great TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really need to go with some length. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need height. I need uh, you know, uh, quality television. And it was funny with, with Barkley and um, the Jet egging him on. Yeah. Quality. Better play. Mikey? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna say Team Durant, even though uh, KD isn't gonna be playing. But they still got enough players there can throw up buckets. Devin Booker, Zach Levine off the bench. Trey Young can shoot the long ball. So uh, and I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna and I'm gonna stick with Jar Morant. So uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Jar and uh, Team Durant are gonna win the All Star game this weekend. Okay. Um, I don't want to go Team LeBron because I don't like LeBron. So I'm going to say Team Durant just hey. based on that. I'm not even going to look at it. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, the only th- uh, Andrew Wiggins is on the team. That's the only thing. So I, would, I should probably say LeBron, but it's LeBron. So I'll say Durant. There we go. So MVP, guys. Let's go uh, same order again. Ka? Um, uh, I'm sort of, I'm in an iron on who. I, I'm going to go Steph Curry. Um, I originally went Yanis, but I've just got this feeling that Steph might get it. Um, yeah, or do, I don't know. Do I switch? Yeah, I go Yanis. Yeah, I I change my mind and go Yanis. Okay, I'll change my mind then. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll go> Steph. <laughs> okay. Do we have the same two then? Yes, mate. I was exactly oh, right. Wow. That's hilarious. Mikey, I'm going to stick. We're going to have to team. pick someone on team. Dur- we got to take someone on team Durant now because otherwise. I, I was I was going to I was going to take Jar Morant. I'm sticking with the theme tonight, so uh, Jar's going to win MVP. <laughs> right. right, okay. I will go Joel Embiid just to be different. There we go. <laughs> right, they're locked in, so I'll have a laugh about that next week. Um, the Mountain Dew three-point contest. Uh, the participants this year are CJ McCollum, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Fleet, Luke Kennard, and Patty Mills. Uh, so I'll go the other way this time. So, Mikey, who are you picking to win the three-point contest? I'm going to go with CJ McCollum. You like CJ, don't you? That's interesting, mate. I'm going to go CJ. I think it's really difficult this year. It is very difficult. Mm. Really difficult. You've looked in the past, and you, you know, you've been able to say oh, it's either going to be Steph or it's going to be Clay Thompson, or but this year, I think it's really difficult to pick. Mm. Really difficult. Go on, let go. Yeah. Let Gary go next. Um, so I've gone with Zach Levine. Um, reason okay. being, I think he's he's a good shooter anyway. 
But also, if you look at the stats this season, he's out of everyone involved in this three yeah. point competition, he's the highest one of the 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 bunch, if if you will. Um, so yeah, Zach Levine. I'm probably well off. It's probably going to be someone completely different, but yeah, I'll stick with Zach. I think. Just keeping well, the theme going. That's who I was going to go with. But uh, <laughs> that's amazing. So now, so now I'll go Trey Young. I'll go Trey Young because uh, he's he's been there before. He's got a bit of experience. He's uh, hopefully not going to be um, rabbiting the headlights. He's going to not melt under the pressure. I was going to go Trey Young, but could be different. <laughs> I am going to go with Luke Kennard just because he's absolutely annihilated us this season. Yeah. And well, um, he's a dukey. I like uh, you know the guys coming out of Duke, JJ, and everything. Uh, so I will go with Luke Kennard. Um, and so there was last absolutely no way, G. There was absolutely no way that you could pick anybody from the Raptors. I wasn't packing Van Fleet. No way, Jose. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns was the other one I was thinking. Yeah. I like Cat. I like um, Cat, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think Canard would be able to get the shots up a lot easier. Um, right. Uh, the slam dunk competition then AT&T slam dunk competition to be uh, precise. So our very own Cole Anthony uh, is up against Juan Toscano Anderson, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Green. So this should be quite straightforward, guys. So let's go to Paul first, seeing as he hasn't been first. Okay. Um, I want to say Cole. Say we've Cole. Got history. <laughs> we've got a history of being done over in these, haven't we? Let's be fair. Yeah. Oh, so hang on, hang on, hang on. It's Dwayne Wade. Can anybody check if Dwayne Wade is on the panel? <laughs> Let me have a um, look. <laughs> I, th- I think that I think Cole will bring something really interesting. I'm sure. You know, I wonder if there's going to be any assistance from from Greg. I wonder if he's going to bring his dad out at all. That'd be interesting to see. Um, uh, have stuff. Jalen and France are there as well. Yeah, I'm going with Cole, mate. Cole. The Magic are going to win Lads. something this year. Yeah. Mikey? Um, I I really want to say Cole. I'm going to go different because I want to be different. I I feel like Cole might bring a bit of Nate Robinson, who was probably the last similar sort of <laughs> size player to have won the dunk competition. You might see something similar to what Nate did. But I I'm going to have to put Obi Top in top of the list. He's going to be, he's my favourite this weekend. So, sorry, Cole. I'm going Obi Toppin, but I hope you win. So, <laughs> Gary. Well, I can't find if Dwayne Wade is on the panel, but <laughs> last year he wasn't. So, if that's anything to go by, then maybe he isn't this year as well. Um, regarding who, I can't go against Cole. I, I've got to say Cole um, because he's one of our players. Um, Again, I'm probably well off, but I just I'm hoping it's Cole. And if Dwayne Wade's not on the panel, then he's got a better chance of winning it. So, yeah, it's normally um, sort of legends of you know the host city. So we might see you know uh, Larry Larry Senior. Yeah, they mentioned last night, didn't they? Dominique Wilkins is definitely on the panel. Yeah, he was last year. So last year it was Dominic Wilkins, Spud Webb, Jason Richardson, D Brown, and Josh Smith last year. So. Yeah. 
reputable dunkers, unlike yep. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, right, uh, I, I'm going call. You've got to go call. You've got to go call. Mm. So, absolutely. On the, you on the lone wolf? Sorry, then. Yeah. <laughs> on an island, mate. You're on an island. Uh, and, whilst, and whilst we're bringing up Dwayne Wade, do, do any of us buy that nonsense that he was talking about on TNT the other night? Nope. I missed that. Nope. What happened? So, according to Dwayne Wade, the Magic nearly made a trade to acquire him and draft him. Oh, yeah. I'd heard that the Magic were high on Wade, but I thought yeah, you were talking but, about the Shaq. Shaq yeah, but thing. I'm pretty sure they were they were drafting like 15th or something that year. So, it'd have to, they would have had to have gave up a lot to move that far at the draft to have had a chance of picking D-Wade. Mm. But, yeah. But it's quite it's it's funny, but it's not funny. If you look at that video, look at T Mac's reaction at the start of the video, and he's like dabbing Shaq, and then at the end, he's like sat there and slumping in his chair, thinking <laughs> we missed out on Dwayne Wade, and uh, we had a chance at Tim Duncan, and either happened. But there we go. Uh, yeah. You don't need to bring up old memories. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, you touched upon the Shaq thing there. Shaq saying, "I'll come home to play with T Mac." I don't know if the timelines actually work, but uh, I saw something on Twitter the other day. Anyway, oh, right. forget about it. He's uh, <laughs> he's 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 long gone. I've forgotten. Um, magic trivia time, then, guys. Uh, you can see a big smile appear on Mister Bacon's face. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm in the zone, my man. <laughs> good man, good man. Right. So this week with the All Star Game, um, Mikey didn't actually get to this last time. I don't think. Um, Orlando Magic participants in the three-point contest. So there have been one, two, three, four, six players that have represented the Orlando Magic in the three-point contest. Can you tell me who they are? I'm going to guess one. Now, mate, or... Right, hang on. One at a time. One at a time, boys. Come on. Calm down. Just... <laughs> <laughs> right, let Gary go first. He's, he's, he's Gary. the first. Just uh, actually yeah. shouting out. <laughs> okay, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson is right. He was the first participant in ninety-four, ninety-five. Three D, do it. Three D was the next person, Paul. Well done. It's like you're reading my sheet. Ninety-five, <laughs> ninety-six. Mikey, come on, son. I'm gonna go. Is it? Are we going in order? Well, no, we? I like. No, you don't have to. I'm just saying that this guy, I really like this guy. And I've probably mentioned him on the pod a few times. It's not Matt Harper. I'm going to guess Jameer might have been one of the six. No. Jameer is not one of them. Uh-uh. No. no. <laughs> so there's four more to, uh, to get. Uh, you JJ? Reddick is not on there. He did participate, but uh, when he was with the Clippers, I think Clippers in 2015, yeah. 2016. Hmm. Um, I only did the dunk contest. Um, I, I was just out of interest. You mentioned him occasionally. Beatrice? Beatrice is not on the list. No. I'm only going um, on what you mentioned. Yeah, I can tell you the jersey numbers if you want. Would that help? Probably not. One was on the final team in in 09. One was on the final team in 09. Rashad? Rashad Lewis. 
was on thought of him. 0809. Mm. Sweet Lou. What about um, Scott Skiles? No, no Skiles. So the years yeah. uh, we're missing are 2000, 2001, and 11, 12, and 13, 14. What about... <clears throat> T-Mac probably wasn't on there. Nope, no, no T-Mac. Mike Turk Miller? Anderson. Right, on. Mike Miller, no. Turkaloo, no. Paul, what do you say? Anderson. Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson yeah. is right. 2011-2012. So we are missing two now. One from 2000-2001 and one from 2013-2014. Eyes up, Mikey. Eyes up. You're not looking at your phone either. There's nothing here. Look, you can have a Eyes on the prize. What, um, what was the latest, latest one, Matt? G? 2013-2014, mate. And he was a two-guard, if that helps. So, wait. I mean, he shouldn't do... I know he did the slam dunk, but did Vic do it? No, not Vic. I can't, can't remember, I can't remember him playing. Think of the, the two-guard two before him. A flollow? Uh, Aaron Aflalo Good shout. Was the uh, participant in 2013-2014. Now, the last one is 2000-2001. And I'll give you a clue then. He was drafted. Well, he played for the Phoenix Suns and he was traded to the Orlando Magic for Penny Hardaway, if that helps. Not for me. He, he wore yeah. number eight. Oh, Pat Garrity. Hmm. Pat Garrity for the way. Yes, Garrity rounds him off. So Nick Anderson, 94-95. Dennis Scott, 95-96. Pat Garrity, 2000-2001. Rashad Lewis, 08-09. Rhino, 11-12. He did also participate in 12-13. He was on the Pelicans. And Aaron Aflalo, 2013-14. It's about time we had another person uh, participate. It's a shame Cole's not in there. Anyway, I've got shoot a three. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right, I've got one more stinker um, in relation to the three-point competition. So, the most consecutive shots made in a three-point contest ever, and you had a maximum of twenty-five shots you can get to. Obviously, four plus the money ball. So. I'll just go around the table. Just tell me what's the maximum consecutive amounts of shots that were made. I won't ask you who it was because you won't get it. And it's not Steph Curry. So out of 25. Gary, do you want to hazard a guess? Uh, go somewhere else first. I'm, I don't know. Um, All right. Yeah, go to yeah. All right, we go we go up north. Twenty two land of gravy and chips. Uh, Twenty two for Paul, right? <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. I, mean, I love it. I love there's it. There's nothing it. wrong with that. No, I know. I know. Mikey, as long as you've got gonna, your peas on the chips as well, mate. I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go nineteen. 
And Ga? I'll go, I'll go one up from Marky. I'll go 20. 20, right. Okay. So the answer was Craig Hodges. I think he played for the Chicago Bulls at the time. In 1991, oh, yeah. hit 19 consecutive oh. three-point field goals in a three-point competition. That's um, it is, isn't it? Um, the second most after that is Steph Curry with, anyone want to guess? 18. 18, 17, 17 18. 13. 13. Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, see, I've been right down the rabbit hole today. David Steele <laughs> would be proud. I was say, we found um, David Steele down there. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was down there. You know. Um, and, and then next Polish after that award. is... Yeah. <laughs> next after that was Joe Harris in 2019 when he hit 12 consecutive. So okay. that's quite quite a record there from uh, Craig Hodges. So there we go. That's that's your trivia, boys. Right. Uh, so that'll wrap it up this week. Thank you, Gary, for joining us. Have you had a good time, buddy? Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been an honour. Um, obviously, like I said at the start, we've been trying to get it up to happen, but yeah, we're finally here. So cheers, guys. It's it's been amazing. Been good, mate. And we look forward to uh, seeing you in October um, in Orlando. Yeah. And yeah. anybody anybody else who's uh, planning on going to Orlando uh, first couple of weeks, please do let us know. We'll probably set up some sort of WhatsApp group or something uh, just to discuss what we might do. Um, so thanks, as always, for listening and watching. Please subscribe to the podcast and hit the notification button so as to not miss any future episodes. Please make sure to visit the website at orlandomagicuk.com. For the latest news, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all at Orlando Magic UK. All our links are featured in the podcast description. So from Mikey, Paul, Gary, and myself, until next time, go magic. Go magic. Go magic.